Wake Up. It's your early breakfast with Africa Milani. 11 minutes it is past 5 o'clock. Aldred de Clark is a senior associate at the Africa Center for Security and Intelligence Praxis. Joins us on the line to talk about matters policing as he often does. Good morning to you, Aldred. Good morning, um, uh, Africa. For you, I have to get up at 5 in the morning. I'm <laughs> kidding. I've been up for a while. Especially uh, with load shedding keeping us up till 4.30 in the morning sometimes. I which is okay. very, very unfortunate. <laughs> the president was in the National Assembly yesterday answering questions as he is required to four times a year. And the issue of crime understandably came up. He noted that we have 10,000 new recruits uh, who will be or have joined the South African police services. Uh, let's understand that number first because you, you are questioning the validity of that number. Well, it's not so much the validity of the number. It's the question about whether that 10,000 additional police officers, that's going to walk the beat. Because it's at the rank and file of constable through to sergeant that we're losing the most police officers if they're not being poached by Metro Police Services after years of training and investment in them. Um, some are retired due to health and some are just frustrated by not getting promotions and recognition and reward. We've also seen a steady decline um, over a number of years of the police service. Its number probably now stands at about 178 to 180,000. And also we have natural um, attrition in the police. So we lose. So the number when the police reported on this to the portfolio committee in their annual plan, performance plan, they said that they... The initial recruitment was supposed to be 10,000. That didn't happen. Then they said it was going to be 12,000. Of that 12,000, 10,000 was going to replace the those that are lost um, through natural attrition. And effectively, then we'll only have 2,000 um, police um, joining the service and increasing its numbers. If this, isn't, if this pattern is repeated by 10,000 each year, and we can take, safely say that we'll lose between 5 and 10% through natural attrition, that means we're always going to be behind the curveball with effectively anything between two and 5,000 of the new people replacing old people. I mean, or people who's left, sorry, including and we have an aging SAP, so maybe I should say that too. And effectively, the numbers are only going up between two and 5,000 each year. That makes sense. It really, really does. Um, What is the ideal number of men and women in blue um, throughout the ranks that we need to have given the population size of South Africa? Well, we've got to be careful when we say we're throughout the ranks because there comes a point in the career of a serving police officer that they become supervisors and managers and they don't serve as frontline officers and they have very to no little contact with the population that they serve, but they should be working in, in supporting, in training, in providing direction and guidance to serving police officers. And often the South African police, so that number of officers who have contact with the public should be ideally between, I'm going to give you rough estimates, 220 per 100,000 of the population. And I think we standing at in excess of about 350 per population. All right. So if we are standing in excess of about 350 yeah. per population, 
100,000 of the population. 100,000 of the population. That's considerably worse off than where we need to be, right? Absolutely. Um, and as I stress, though, because the other thing about deploying another, or sorry, training another and deploying another 10,000 officers is that we're making critical assumptions about who these officers are. Long gone are the days of employing an 18-year-old as a runner. And effectively, what we do is we put them through a freshness training, we pro- read the, the riot act to them, we explain the law, we issue them with a gun in a club and a letter of authorization, and we ask them to go chase criminals. We are in the 21st century with, in the fourth industrial revolution where issues of technology, networking, community police relations, the ability to engage and grow partnerships, the ability to keep, stay calm, under pressure, um, all of those competencies, we assume that these young people, and I'm assuming they're young because this premature of an 18-year-old with a gunning club still seems to haunt the South African Police Service, and they're still going for that, um, as opposed to looking, and you and I as men, apparently we mature, um, or we only become, we still extended adolescence until the age 25, so yippee. Um, and we mostly still um, employ young men, because um, we still have this idea that to go out and chase criminals, they have to be robust and they have to be a big gang, effectively. So we need certain skills and competencies, cybercrime, forensic investigation. We need a core of young people who's tech savvy, who's fit, emotionally matured, and can give and receive guidance, who can work in an environment that is very different to 20, 30 years ago. And the type of crime that they're facing is also very different to 20 to 30 years ago. So, yes, there's violent crime. Yes, we need officers on the front line. These officers need to be able to understand the distinction between vulnerability, risk, and threat. They need to understand issues of officer safety. And they need to have this highest level of integrity. And they need to be able to garner respect from the population that they serve and enjoy the the support and if 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 need be even difference of the populations that they serve and that takes a certain level of maturity and it takes lots of time on the beat working with populations understanding the distinctions between various people and their levels of vulnerability and being able to sol- to solicit i guess their support in you fulfilling your policing role and function. So this us and against them mentality that used to and still seems to haunt the South African police service. We hope that these young people are not subjected to that subculture in which rank outstrips role and the amount of pips on your shoulders, regardless of your competencies and your role, seems to me put you in a position where you can order these young people around. And is that the candidate that is applying and being recruited by the SAPS? Um, It's a very well articulated, I suppose, you know, I almost said future police officer, but as you say, we need them currently. Is that the person we're attracting? Not really. Um, We are. There's a lot of young people for whom may want to think of joining the South African Police Service, but that's not the South African Police Service picture that we're painting them. We still have 
this idea that we need to be drilling them, that there's a paramilitary organization, the subculture is, is alienating, and if you don't join them, then you're against them. Um, and they are their image is one of a corrupt, incompetent, or at least complicit police service um, that don't serve the public and it's alienated from the publics in which they serve. And we really do have to do something about the image of the South African police service, including getting them out of their pajamas. This combat fatigue that they walk around with, with the gun strapped to their, their thigh, gives the impression that they're ready to go to war with the citizens that they serve. And sometimes the kind of things that our minister, God bless him, actually says, continues to create this picture of a police service at war and anxious to police and enforce the laws um, rather than help us to get with them to uphold the law, which they also have to uphold, of course. So no, uh, it's, not, it's not the picture of the police. Um, that we want, and it's not a an employer of choice for many young people still, unfortunately. Which is rather sad. Aldred, thank you very much indeed for your time and your analysis this morning. Aldred de Clark, a Senior Associate at the Africa Centre for Security and Intelligence Praxis. We should note that the National Police Commissioner, General Fani Masamola, and his senior officials were in uh, Parliament yesterday uh, briefing the um, Portfolio Committee on Matters Policing. In fact, they were talking about uh, the Project 10,000, uh, which uh, the President made reference to. Uh, the Chairperson of the Committee, Tina Jumat Peterson, uh, had brought the matter up because of uh, quite a lot of media reporting and complaints from unions. Apparently, more than 1,000 SAPS trainees nationwide who passed their assessment tests, uh, they were omitted, though, from the final list of recruits because they're claiming that their names had been replaced with those uh, who had allegedly paid bribes to uh, recruitment officers. And some of those bribes went up as high as 10,000 rand. It was in June 2022 when a Hillborough police officer was accused of attempting to bribe a recruitment officer with 10,000 rand in exchange for admitting the cop's children into a training program, then resigned before disciplinary action could be taken. Because some journeys are better taken together. Let's walk the talk. 702.